Future Europe. Framtidens Europa. Europa Futura. Europa Europa. L'Europe du futur. Future Europe. Alar, can you guess what that was? Mm, it it sounded like a jet engine, but it was too quiet. Was it um, I don't know, a hairdryer? It was the fastest electric car in the world, zero to sixty in two point five seconds. Guess where it's made? Mm, must be somewhere in um, Asia, Japan, Korea, Croatia. That's not in Asia. That's the newest member of the EU. We're going to hear on this episode from the man who built it. And he's also going to tell us why he's so keen to ensure that the company creates jobs in Croatia. We've got more surprises like that on this episode too. So this episode of Future Europe, how are you going to drive in the future? The idea of Future Europe is to give you a look into your future by showing you how companies, social groups and schools are preparing for a more sustainable world. All the projects we're looking at have been made possible by loans or grants from the EU, in particular from the European Investment Bank, the EU Bank. So one of the things that we will be considering in every episode, really, is the link between a prosperous, sustainable future and the European Union. But before we get into this episode, we do have a quick request. Please subscribe to Future Europe. We've got episodes and all kinds of stuff that will tell you what your life will be like in the future. And let us know what you think the future will be like too. I'm on Twitter at EIBMatt, E-I-B-M-A-T-T. And Alar is at Alar Tankler, A-L-L-A-R-T-A-N-K-L-E-R. Now, shall we put our foot on the electric accelerator and get on with the episode? We went to Rimac Automobili on the outskirts of Zagreb to talk to Mata Rimac, the founder of the company, about how he started making electric cars. Ten years ago when I started to do this, electric cars were considered ugly and slow. So I wanted to prove that electric cars can be fun and exciting and fast, and even faster and more exciting than combustion engine cars. And I thought, I want to build my own car. Not just making a sports car electric, but actually using the potential of electric powertrains to make the sports car better, to bring it to the 21st century, to make really the next generation of sports car. The Concept One is the fastest and most powerful road-going electric car in the world. It has four motors, 1,088 horsepower, 0 to 60 miles per hour in 2.5 seconds, 360 kilometers per hour top speed. So it was really remarkable. And not just the fastest electric car, it was also accelerating faster than any car ever built. The Concept One, we have shown the first unit in 2011 when we were just six people in the company. Today we are 400 people with lots of experience gained in the last 10 years with much more funding, of course. I have decided to do this in Croatia, a country that never had a car industry, where nobody has done anything remotely similar to this. 
I wanted to create the jobs here by doing as much as we can in-house. So we are very vertically integrated. So some things that would have been easier to outsource to an Italian company or a German company, we are doing on our own in order to create the jobs here, but also showing others that it can be done. The technology can be applied not just in high-performance cars, it can be applied in normal cars, boats and bicycles and motorcycles, but even in wheelchairs. For the European Investment Bank, the EU bank, Rimac ticks all the boxes. It's an electric car company, so it cuts emissions and it's better for the climate. It also works for the European Investment Bank from the perspective of cohesion policy. Cohesion is the EU policy that's intended to promote more balanced economic development in all the EU countries. Which is why the European Investment Bank has invested in Rimac twice. We do love electric cars even when they don't go at 360 kilometers per hour. We love them so much, in fact, we went to see another company that's working on electric vehicles. And which is also financed by the European Investment Bank. It is. AVL is an Austrian company that makes powertrains for cars. What's a powertrain, Allah? It sounds like a dance craze from the 1980s. Haha, ha. I'm too young to remember the 80s, Matt. Oh, touche. Powertrain is actually the name for all the components of a car once you put them together. The body, the engine, the transmission, the fuel cell, everything. That's the powertrain. So AVL is researching and developing new climate-friendly powertrains. One of the uh, engineers at the European Investment Bank, Aris Pofantis, explains why the EU puts money into this project. This project for me is an enabler of the change that needs to happen in the automotive sector. So to give an example, the testing of automated vehicles is extremely burdensome. Manufacturers need to cover thousands of scenarios through millions of test kilometers, and the amount of data that needs to be collected and analyzed is enormous. So while the road testing will always be necessary, the proper simulation tools will give the possibility to to develop faster and more efficiently. Uh, So the benefits from creating and sharing the knowledge that will be crucial for the success, if not the survival of the European automotive sector, the development of highly skilled staff and the contribution to the technology leadership of this industry cannot be underlooked in my view. So what's in it for the company? Why do they want to work with the EU bank, the European Investment Bank? We asked Markus Tomaschitz, Vice President of Corporate Human Resources at AVL. The EIB investment has been a huge chance for AVL and because it gives us the possibility to make sure that this growth that I just mentioned can continue on the one hand and also make sure that we have all the innovative framework that we need. Because basically, I mean, what is my job? My job is to make sure to create an environment where it's possible for our creative, innovative, smart, skilled people to do what they can do best, to solve the problems that are out there for the best of the customer. And the EIB gives us the chance, basically, to make sure that this is working. And our business model, basically, is to make sure that we are selling the brain power of our employees. What I hope that this project will bring will be the enabler of bringing a more sustainable transport sector. The AVL project will help the manufacturers to develop the electrified vehicles, the automated vehicles, the connected vehicles that will help not only reduction of CO2 emissions, but also they will improve safety of transport. They will reduce uh, traffic jams and and all the things that are associated now with uh, this development of megacities and urbanization of the population. 
Do you ever think, Allah, I would buy an electric car, but I'm not sure I'd find a place to charge it? I do think about that when I'm considering my next car. There's also not a big range of electric cars available. So this is what our next company confronted. Instead of waiting for something to change, they made the change happen. So I'm talking about NLX, which is part of a big Italian utility that decided to go ahead and build a network of 14,000 charging stations across Italy to promote e-mobility. Uh, e-mobility means electric mobility, by the way. Uh, this deal is also financed by the European Investment Bank. So we went to Rome to find out the thinking behind their operation. We started out talking to their head of e-mobility, Alberto Piglia. NLX works in various activities in the area of e-mobility. I mean, our mission is to allow customers to have the opportunity to charge their electric vehicles. So to do this, we have launched a very significant plan of infrastructure in Italy with charging points around the territory. When we started to plan, I mean, there was a classical chicken and egg question. I mean, from one point of view, car manufacturers say, I mean, we don't have put an electric vehicle because there's no infrastructure in place. The other side, the utility can say, I mean, if there's no vehicles in place, I don't put infrastructure. We decided to have a staunch approach to this and go ahead and do it and say we put the infrastructure in place because when we put infrastructure in place, the market will open up. And actually, I mean, this is exactly what is happening because the fact that, I mean, there, there is double of sales of electric vehicle in few months, so it, it's not even year on year, so it will even increase, shows you, I mean, that this thing is, is, is gaining momentum. And I must say that this gaining of momentum is also thanks to the strong activity that Analyx is, is driving in the world of the electric mobility space. We have our fast charging station, which is the, the one we're actually standing by right now, which is capable of delivering uh, 20 minutes to recharge time for uh, a range of 150 kilometers. Uh, we also have examples of our pole charging stations that we are deploying within our national infrastructure plan, typically with commercial partners like shopping malls, fashion district and supermarkets. Those are the assets that we are deploying within the National Infrastructure Plan. It's a 230 million euros investment that NLX is pursuing, out of which 115 are going to be financed by European Investment Bank. The EIB funding helps accelerate the investment plan of the company. It also puts a stamp of, if you want, quality. The fact that the EIB is involved in this project means that we believe in it, and that sends a positive signal to the markets also. The other element which is important is not so not only I mean the financial power, but also you have a, a strong partner that believes in something innovative, in something new, in something that has a component of uncertainty because it's, it's new businesses, and so having a, such a partner helps to put the things in a completely different perspective because people start seeing, wow, this is really going to happen if such huge companies invest and believe in it. Uh, okay, I'm Costanza Giacalone and uh, I have an electric car. 
and I am very happy with it. The magic thing about electric cars is that they are silent. And I am dreaming of a silent traffic in Rome. <laughs> As you can see, the noise is very high and uh, it pollutes our ears. So I'm dreaming of a silent uh, Roma. <laughs> oh, Allah, you're dreaming of Roma too, aren't you? Snap out of it, we're recording. Uh, sorry, <clears throat> I'm back. Of course, we're talking about the future, but it is no dream. What we're looking at here is really happening. Let me put it this way. That woman dreams of a silent Rome. And I dream of any kind of Rome. Do you ever dream of driving down a highway and never having to stop to pay tolls? That also sounds great. But you always have to stop at tolls. No, you need to dream of Slovenia now. Because the European Investment Bank, the EU bank, financed a program for a major highway in Slovenia to take tolls from heavy vehicles, big trucks, without anyone having to stop. Very convenient. It's also safer. So here we go. Let's drive on down to Slovenia and hear from DAS, which operates what's called an open tolling system. I'm Helena Yartz. I work for international relations at DARS. So now we are just driving. You can see there are no toll booths. We are tolling the motorway uh, through the gantries and there is an automatic tolling. They recognize the onboard unit, which is called DARS Go unit. We've driven under one gantry. You could see some devices which are receiving and getting uh, microwaves uh, from the onboard unit, from those uh, DARS Go units. Uh, every vehicle, every heavy vehicle is obliged to have on board. EIB is for DARS the most important bank lender. Around one third of our loans are given by EIB. It will be much uh, costly for DARS to introduce this project without EIB. This is for sure. Road safety is uh, also very important. Uh, frontal toll stations are a dangerous point. When you stop the car, of course, uh, at the open uh, motorway, the traffic accident happened quite uh, often. There is an estimation that uh, there is approximately about 10 million euro per year savings just on fuel and uh, uh, hair vehicles maintenance. Uh, because uh, trucks are not forced to stop at uh, paying uh, the, the tolling uh, every time and they can cross now Slovenia uh, completely without uh, any stopping for to pay uh, tolling. My name is Böhm Aral. I'm a lorry driver from Germany, Würzburg. All two weeks we drive to Slovenia, to Ljubljana. And that's very good with Dasko. It is faster and no stop on the way. I'm driving always. That's beautiful. So if there are no more toll booths, what am I going to do with that little bucket of change I keep in my car for paying tolls? Give it to your kids, who will be the subject of our next podcast. Ah, that's right. Next up on Future Europe, education. How will we learn in the future? We hope you'll listen to more from Future Europe on iTunes, Acast, Spotify, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Do us a big favor and rate the podcast. And be in touch with us on Twitter. I'm at Allard Tankler and Matt is at EIB Matt. Maybe in the future we'll learn from podcasts instead of going to a classroom. Mm, then you wouldn't have to get out of bed at all.
You think people are listening to this podcast in bed? They're probably all on the bus. Or uh, driving heavy trucks on a Slovenian highway. Or maybe they'll let us know. On Twitter, that'd be some pretty cool engagement. Transmitem de la Banca Europeana de Investimentos. De la Banca Europeana de Investimentos. De la Banca Europea de Investimentos. Desde el Banco Europeo de Inversiones. From the European Investment Bank.